to the new show on the TalkStoryRadio.net uh, network. It's called Power Yourself to Better Fitness with Jack Nunn. And uh, I'm your co-host, Swoop. And uh, Jack, how's it going, man? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, you know, we, this is episode one, so we probably should tell our little listeners, or our few listeners, or however many we have, uh, a little bit about yourself and about uh, how you got started in fitness. Uh, well, it was kind of a guarantee for me. My father, uh, growing up, my father was an Olympian uh, in 1968. Um, he was a rower. He rowed uh, in the 68 Olympics, won a bronze medal, and went on to be uh, an Olympic coach uh, for the men's U.S. rowing team in 1976 in Montreal. And um, so growing up with that, you kind of are uh, destined to be uh, an athlete. Um he coached all my teams. I played soccer, baseball, uh, ice hockey, um, surfed, ran, um, basically everything. He had a little running group, actually. Uh, some of my fondest memories when I was five years old was um, going down on the Strand in uh, Redondo um, in the mornings. And uh, Nooch Trutanich, actually, who is now our district attorney, uh-huh. he was part of that running group. And he's a big guy. And, you know, my dad's 6'6", six, six. Nooch is probably like 6'3", along with like 10 other guys, and they would just go and crush concrete for about, uh, you know, 20 miles at a time. So I'd be there riding, I'd be there riding my bike beside them, and I'd just uh, see how hard they were working. And um, it was just at a young age, it just was a, 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 common, you know, a common theme in my family, so... You know, it was going from baseball to soccer to ice hockey practice all in, you know, one day sometimes, um, fitting it all in the schedule and then studying um, on top of that, making sure I had my grades up. Um, but yeah, my dad always wanted me to be a part of something and, you know, it's a good thing. It keeps you out of trouble. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you run uh, Powerhouse Fitness, which is at powerhousefit.com. And it's a uh, it's a, a gym that uh, kind of specializes in indoor rowing, but there's a lot of things you do here. What what, what are uh, tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so it was founded on um, indoor rowing. We row on the Concept Two rowing machines, which is um, what all the uh, U.S. Uh, national team and actually around the world, all the uh, teams, Olympic teams, use the rowing machine on their programs uh, to test and to um, make. It's kind of like a testing principle to make teams um uh and it measures strength endurance uh mental capacity and everything put together um the 2000 meter standardized test on the roy machine is kind of like a gateway for kids now to get into colleges from high school and that's how i got into to berkeley yeah. um also with you know you have to have good grades too but um you know it helps a lot to have a good test score on the roy machine um, and uh, big emphasis on that and that's only on the concept too um, and that's what we use, we use those machines and we're based on, on indoor rowing but we also have a ski erg um, which is made by the same company and it's a ski machine um, inverted, it goes in the wall and um, it's basically cross country skiing technique we also have um, the TRX uh, suspension training which has become really popular right You'll see it in 24-hour fitness. You'll see it all over the gyms. Um, it's, it's everywhere now. And uh, actually, the guy, uh, Hendricks, um, Randy Hendricks, who created the TRX, he actually rode. He was on the crew team at um, Orange, Co- Orange Coast uh, College. Oh. So he's a crew guy, and um, 
knows the importance of rowing as well. Um, and then we also use the Pilates Arc, which is endorsed by Natalie Coughlin, who I went to school with. And Natalie's won, I don't know, 12 medals, Olympic medals in swimming. Um, and uh, she went to Cal with me at the same time. Also, uh, we have boot camp um, and then Zumba. Yeah. And uh, we just um, started this new program, who I'm actually the uh, new spokesperson for, uh, kind of the Johnny G of, of spinning. I'm um, the Jack Nunn of, <laughs> of uh, the Evo indoor cycling bike, which is this new bike that actually moves as you stand up out of the seat. So it actually sways from side to side, and it really gets your core working in your upper body. Yeah. Just as if just as if you're outside moving the bike uh, from side to side, and um, you know as you're as you're pedaling, grinding, uh, going uphill. So and it's got no chain, no belt. It's a gear-driven system. It's a it's an awesome bike. So we're the first um, in the United States, actually in the world, to have it at, at Powerhouse Fitness. So, and I'm the spokesperson for them, and went to Ursa this year um, in LA and did some classes. So we have a lot to offer here. Yeah, um, yeah. Cool. Well, let's get into uh, some of the questions that uh, people have when it comes to fitness, and. Um, you know, I think we're going to touch on a couple of things each each show, but how important is uh, stretching when it comes to uh, any fitness program? Uh, stretching is very very important. Um, you need to need to know that you know stretching is an individualized um, notion now, especially with all these new things coming out. There's even been people saying that stretching is bad in general. Um, people coming out in the LA Times or, or in fitness sections I read last couple of years that we shouldn't stretch at all. Now I don't agree with that at all. I think stretching is very important. Yeah. Uh, what they're saying is you shouldn't stretch cold muscles. So meaning that you can get into a hot shower or a jacuzzi and stretch. You know, warm muscles or warm up exercise, but only after they're warm. Right. Um, that's kind of a reward um, for warming up and getting the body moving. Uh, but stretching, yeah, definitely. It it gets blood moving through the muscles. Um, it's uh, it's definitely it prevents injuries um, and, and inhibits uh, circulation and everything and through the muscles. So it's definitely important. Okay. Now, um, should people? Uh, one of the other questions that uh, I saw recently: should people incorporate uh, different types of? Um, training into their fitness regime, uh, you know, because I hear people say, well, there's cross training and, what, and whatever that means specifically, but um, it's, I know that some people get into, like, say, cycling, for instance, and that's the only type of exercise they do. Should there be something else incorporated in, on off days or something like that? Yeah, definitely. That's something that I, um, I've noticed a lot of people, because I do teach a lot of uh, cycling classes, mm -hmm. and I notice that a lot of people just cycle. And I constantly tell them, you know, to switch it up. Um, for one thing, your body gets used to what you're doing. So you may be a great cyclist, but you may be terrible at, you know, at running or whatever or doing other things. That's not a bad thing. Right. But if you really want to burn the calories faster and keep your body guessing, you got to change up your workout routine. Whether it's even working out on a Sunday, you know, or a Monday where you right. usually take a day off, you change it up so your body keeps guessing so that it burns more calories. Uh, otherwise, you're going to reach this plateau. You're gonna, you're not gonna gain anything more. You got to keep moving, keep trying different things. Um, my dad, when he was training for the Olympics uh, in the '60s, 
he was here in Long Beach and he used to run up Model T Hill um, right here in Signal Hill yeah. and um, also run the Sand Dune Park in Manhattan Beach um, also you know so I, I constantly cross train um, for one thing you get burned out I mean doing one thing I never wanted to do one thing. I was always doing multiple sports. That was probably my probably my uh, <laughs> my uh, disadvantage uh, when I was training on the national team for rowing because I kind of drove myself crazy. I was always wanting to play hockey or do something else because it drove me crazy just to row all the time. Right. And I, I wanted to do, to do other things. Um, my dad's also right now, you know, he's he's pushing seventy. And he's in, still in great shape, but I constantly get on him about lifting weights, training different muscles, because he can row all day, but he can't do much of, you know, any other weights or regiments. He gets very sore, and his core becomes weaker, so I'm constantly trying to get him into class, and he does. He comes to classes and works with the weights and stuff like that, but he tells me all the time, you know, that it's just, it's too much. And right. I say, well, it's important. You need to do the different things. So, yeah. Um, with with just about any two two quick questions with just about any sport I, I, I would assume or whether sport or just trying to get in shape or anything like that period you, your core muscles are, are play a big part right yeah for sure um, in rowing uh, a lot of people don't realize how hard it is to balance a boat on the water um, the boat is only fifteen inches wide so sometimes people sit off you know the sides of the boat um, and then it's twenty six long in a single um, you have to balance that it's tough um, and you have to use all your core muscles to do that meanwhile rowing 36 38 strokes a minute right. if you're racing meanwhile getting the blades in the water trying to balance maybe in rough water I mean it's it's difficult the Olympians make it look so easy but it, in reality it's extremely difficult so the core muscles are definitely play a huge role in anything you do cycling um, running you got to have a strong core and that's uh, one thing we have these well all of our machines uh utilize the core the trx the evo cycling uh bikes even standing up use your core also the uh the ski ergs major and it kind of tricks you because you're skiing down you're pulling down in right and it just rips you up i mean it's it's a really great workout and uh I'm feeling it today for sure. We did some <laughs> yesterday, so yeah, it's it's a it's a good uh, rude awakening, you know. If uh, you know, I know you're a personal trainer also, but you know, a lot of times, uh, especially in in today's world, a lot of people have uh, taken a lot of time off from uh, working out, you know, and got out of shape and went to school, whatever worked for a number of years, and and now they want to get back into it. And um, what would you suggest? Uh, what would you tell somebody who wanted to start doing something to, you know, better themselves? Gosh, you know, I have that question all the time, and I'm constantly um, telling people the same thing, and I know people have heard it many, many times before, but take it easy. Take small steps. Um, walking? Or... Walking, getting out, something active, hiking. Um, if you, you know, the thing that's cool about rowing is that what you put in the machine is what you're going to get out of it. The better the technique, the more you get out of it. So when you first come, you might not feel too much. And then as you get better, you feel more and more. So it's it's a cool thing that goes with you. The biking is pretty direct. The mm -hmm. cycling, you just add tension and go. Mm -hmm. um, the skier, the same thing. Um, 
and uh, you know the thing with walking or running I just am not a huge fan of it because of the pounding but of course I'm 215 pounds so you know for smaller people it may work well right. if they have that to each his own on that but um, you know and then the, the thing I love about rowing and cycling and the skier is there's no impact so you're getting all the benefits of, of muscle training without you know kicking your your joints into you know oblivion you know so that's when my dad's still able to work out, and he's 70. He's still <laughs> rowing. There's guys for 90, 100, pushing 100 that are still rowing right. um, because it's just no impact, and, and they're still moving the body, and they're getting the whole body workout. So taking it slow, um, two to three days a week, if you're starting out, space out your workouts, um, small steps, and know that it's not gonna, you're not going to get in shape in a week or a month. It's, it's, it's life. I mean, it's like eating. It's like sleeping. It's like drinking water. It's a way of life. You need to keep going with it. And I know people's schedules get crazy, um, but try and make time. You know, I think I read something in a quote. I was actually going to put, I read it last night. Um, four, spend 4% or one hour a day or something like that. That's 4% of your day mm -hmm. um, to train or to take care of yourself. 4%. It's not too much. So it's, it's, I mean, it's, or some, there's some quote there that I, I saw, but anyways, um, but yeah, just take it in small strides, you know, and then, and don't get overwhelmed. When, uh, when you first, when someone first starts working out again, and I know this from personal experience, um, initially you, 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 uh, you know, a day or two later, you have all the, the aches and pains, and uh, sometimes um, I think it's difficult for people to determine, uh, did I strain something or is this just a normal aches and pains of it becoming active again? Is there, are, are there ways to determine whether you're injured or just sore? Um, basically, if you can walk um, and still do things, but it's achy, it's, I think if there's like a, a, like a really stinging horrible pain that's okay. bad okay you would know if you did something terrible wrong but you're i mean it's a great question because how am i supposed to know how someone else feels you know and how are they supposed to know what's too far and what's far enough and you know that judgment um if your heart's pounding you're having trouble breathing you're uncomfortable yeah. that's good <laughs> now if you're in pain like muscle pain something's not right your body usually tell you with a stinging like pain or you may not be able to walk then that's bad you pulled something or did something bad um but there was an article a few articles that have come out that say basically work through the pain maybe you have back pain maybe you have whatever that's your muscles being worked and and you need to work through that um otherwise you're going to keep I, I call it hitting the reset button um or going rewind button you know, like old VCR or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I used to work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday hard. And then I took Thursday night all the way through Monday off. And what I felt like I hit the, the restart button and it wasn't productive. And basically I, I would start and I would be sore like on Monday, Tuesday and I get back into it Wednesday, Thursday, I'd be good. But then I take four days off and it's all start all over. Yeah. And I wasn't getting anywhere with that. So space out your workouts, work through the pain. Uh, you will get used to it. Your body will adapt, and uh, you'll even find when you stop working out, 
if you work out a lot, if you stop, your body will be in pain when you stop working out. That actually happens quite a bit. People go through depression, a lot of athletes, a lot of Olympians, they stop working out all of a sudden, and they'll go through like all these withdrawals, and I've gone through it. It's really weird. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a crazy feeling, so just keep keep it going and balance it out you know I mean just keep a routine get a routine get a have a plan have a goal maybe a 10k or a you know a, a 5k run or a million you know row of millimeters you know like they have uh, log in your meters here at, at the at powerhouse fitness we have an online program where you log your meters it keeps your goals you know um, how, how far can you go um, in a certain amount of time and just keep small goals, write them down, look at them and, uh, and know that it's just a process. Everything is a process. That's so. Um, what? We're just rolling right along. <laughs> um, when people, uh, whether they, they are getting back into fitness or they've been into it a long time, lots of times, um, um, they, you know, they're, they're eating whatever they're eating and, and for different things. How important is nutrition and should it be tailored to certain things? Like someone is uh, lifting weights and wants to bulk up. Should they be eating a different way than somebody who wants to, uh, as an endurance athlete, as, a, as opposed, um, how important is nutrition? And do you really, is it the same same type of diet for everybody or should it be tailored to whatever uh, activity you're involved in? You know, um I ask a lot of those questions throughout my life, and this year I've really changed my diet. A lot of people have come up to me and said, gosh, you know, you're, you look amazing. What are you doing? And I've tried to not get offended because I'm like, you know, what did I look like before? What the <laughs> heck is going on? But uh, I'm like, oh, no, I just changed my diet. And, you know, they're like, no, you know, you must be working out more. I'm like, no, wow. You know, so people are noticing. And basically what I did was... Um, it's, I think there's some, there's, there's some science behind blood work and what you should be eating as far as what your body is there. There's that kind of, I would think that that's the most precise way right now in general, like if you don't go that route or if you don't go see a doctor or something like that, um, I would say, you know, go see that movie, uh, forks over knives because that was so powerful to me that documentary mm -hmm. um watching that a few months ago and again uh, i watched it last week uh and it was it's so powerful um it it just says so much about how fruits and vegetables play such an integral part um in our lives and how we need to go back to the basics uh all these cleanses all these detoxes whatever you want to call it the hollywood diet lose 10 pounds in five days it's so bad for you because your body will go in shock if you do that and if you do all these cleanses and you're not eating if you diet and you say you're not eating your body will actually hold when you start eating again it'll hold that food in right. you know it, it actually reverses the effect that you want uh, because it's a survival technique your body's like wait a minute you're starving me and then a week later it's going okay well i know what you're up to you know your body is saying I don't want to starve again, so next time you eat, I'm going to hold it, and I'm going to put it into fat, yeah. you know, and, and so you got to be careful with what you do, I mean, you just, but fruits and vegetables, all greens, more greens, um, less uh, meats, um, and that includes fish, you know, I mean, I would say 20% of your diet, 
or your nutrition should be meat. Um, the rest of it, uh, fruits, vegetables, beans, grains, raw almonds, raw nuts, berries. Um, and uh, that's, that's been a huge thing for me. Yeah. I, I've stopped, I've minimized the Advil, the painkillers. I used to take Advil at least once a week for restless legs, all stuff at night. I couldn't sleep. Um, and now I don't take any of that. No anti-inflammatories. Um, and uh, also, I just used to feel achy towards the end of the week. Now I have more energy. Um, less processed foods. No junk food. Um, no soda. More water. Uh, coffee's okay. Um, one or two cups. Tea's good for you. Any kind of tea. Um, and then sugar is toxic. You know, I just wrote a blog about that. Um, it's coming out now. Um, vitamins are toxic, you know? I mean, you gotta lay off the... Just stick to the whole grain, the whole food-based nutrition um, that we were meant to eat. And yeah. stay away from this processed foods. Read labels. When you buy things, even though it says no sugar added... It still has sugar in there. I, you know, I just bought this, uh, here I go. I mean, I just bought this sweetener from Coffee Bean and um, it says no sugar added on the back. It's like 50 calories. I'm like, what? You know, so sugar free, you know, but it's still got sugar in it. So read the labels because stuff's going to trick you. And yeah. you got to read um, the first ingredient is what's in that most. So. You know, stay away from the high fructose corn syrups, um, the Gatorades, stay away, you know, do uh, some um, drinks with, um, you know, less sugar, more more, more nutrients, so, and stuff. And yeah, just more fruits and vegetables, you know, stick to the basics, more lettuce, greens. <laughs> um, any words of motivation for people? I mean, uh, we'll be back next week, but uh, help people get through the week. Oh God, you know, I'm, I'm going to start, since this is our first show, um, the most powerful thing, or the most powerful quote I, I have in my life is from my dad, and whenever things get tough, um, whenever things don't go your way, um, whenever, whatever it is, um, it, and it could be a good time, it could be a bad time, but just know that the journey is the reward, meaning that the end result isn't always the best part. It's it's the journey. So remember, don't take anything for, for granted. Always, you know, be grateful for what you have. Yeah. I mean, we live in an amazing area. It's hard. You get caught up and you get uh, desensitized and you get um, complacent, you know, and that's that can be bad. Um, we need to know how lucky we really are to be alive and to... Um, and just stay positive. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a crazy world out there and I get caught up too. And, but the better you can be positive, I mean, I think the better for all and, um, be optimistic and try not to get anyone, you know, to let you down. And that's, that's part of the journey. You know, it's, it's, and that's what my dad says. The journey is the reward. Um, he says it all the time. I remember a really funny story. <laughs> the last time he brought that up, I think I was in a store, a market, and this baby was crying. She was just yelling, and it was, you know, and the mom was just freaking out, you know, and, and the parents and stuff. And my dad just kind of walks by. He's like, oh, 
the journey is reward, you know, and, and I'm just like, what the, you know, and because uh, my, you know, my dad, my parents, we had, they had five kids, yeah. you know, so they totally, <laughs> you know, take it, take it all in and, uh, and enjoy it. So I just, I, I always, uh, I always try to remember that and, um, and move forward and, and not get any, anything to let me down so much. Just get over it the next day or the next hour and just move on. Be happy. <laughs> what would you say to little kids just starting out about uh, that's just one came in on the on the on the tweet line, <laughs> uh, tweet line. little kids starting out uh in in sports yeah uh, yeah you know uh my dad uh always um had us involved in something so whatever they love or whatever they're interested in um get them involved into it could be boy scouts it could be art it could be um soccer baseball or basketball whatever they're inclined to do um get them involved the parents though it starts with them it's not going to start from your kids the kids are going to maybe say oh that looks cool but it's got to be the parents that get involved it's amazing to me how much and it's a fine balance Kind of growing up with an Olympian father, I mean, I was always like uh, very intimidated, very just in being in his presence. Yeah, he didn't have to say anything, and he never did. But it was it sucked. I mean, I, you know, I was like in a shadow, you know, always trying to prove something. And um, and but it, he always pushed me to enjoy what I was doing and to um, to get involved in sports. Now. He also, when I did play ice hockey, because that's a high-impact sport, both of my grandfathers played pro football. Mm-hmm. And my dad said, you know, uh, I don't suggest going into these high-impact sports because look at your grandfather. And my grandfather, Jack, um, had uh, blown out knees. Yeah. And he couldn't p- play past his 20s. He couldn't do much of anything past his 20s. Yeah. And then my dad was like, look at me. You know, I'm still running, I'm still active, you know, I'm still walking around. So there's a lot of those high-impact sports that you got to watch out for um, in order to last longer through life if you want to, you know, so I'd just be that disclaimer for kids. You know, football, ice hockey, uh, rugby, uh, you know, I mean, it's a little, you know, it's just give them warning, but let them do what they want to do, support them. But also give that disclaimer because that for me, seeing that, I didn't want to go that route, yeah. and I wanted to do the other the other things. But whatever, whatever you love, you know, support them. It's a fine balance, though. Excellent. Well, um, this is the end of episode one of Power Yourself to Better Fitness with Jack Nunn and uh, Jack. People can reach you on Twitter at Powerhouse Fit NS, right? At Powerhouse Fit NS. Yeah. And then the website is powerhousefit.com. And uh, you have Facebook and all that kind of stuff too, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I keep uh, I keep forgetting my uh, powerhouse, and I have a, a bunch of fans. I'm actually trying to bump it up now. Um, it's uh, Facebook uh, Facebook dot com slash powerhouse fit. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely like the page, become a fan. I put a lot of articles out there, a lot of blogs on powerhousefit.com. Yeah, definitely do that. And if you have any questions for next week, uh, either tweet them to Jack or put them on the Facebook page. And um, I'm sure he'll get around to answering them, right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, we'll get around to uh, 
Like, love talking about uh, more nutrition and some supplements that uh, you guys can take as well to help you out. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to the, the newest show on the Talkstar Radio Network. Power yourself to greater uh, to better fitness with Jack Nunn. Until next Tuesday at 4 o'clock, we'll see you then. Have a great week. Thank you. Have a good week.